In today's episode of Comments Over Coffee, we are talking about video backgrounds. So grab your cup tumbler mug because we're starting right now. Welcome to Comments Over Coffee, where you'll learn how to get better at YouTube and online video over a cup of coffee. Pour a cup for your host, Nick Nimmin. If this is your first time here, I want to let you know that the comments that you hear shared on this show come from the submission form on the commentsovercoffee.com website. So if you have a question about what it is that you are doing on YouTube, head over to commentsovercoffee.com, put it in the form there. And as long as I haven't answered it here before, then I will go ahead and put it in the queue. Um, I also want to let you know, if you're listening to this on a mobile device, which my stats say that most of you are, then all you have to do, especially if you're on an iPhone, is you can open up the app right now. If you have a question about what it is that you're doing on YouTube, you can open up your uh, podcast app that you're listening to this in, and you can just scroll up with your thumb, and then that will give you access to the show notes. Now, there's going to be a link directly to that submission form in the show notes. So if you have a question, then you can just click on that right now on your phone, and you can go ahead and put your question in there and submit it. Um, and then, you know, that'll give you the opportunity to get your question answered here on the show. I also want to let you know that if you are a content creator and you're looking for the best things to use for all aspects of creating content, managing your YouTube business and all of that, head over to bestcreatortools.com. It is my personal list of all the things that I recommend to content creators when they ask me, hey, Nick, what's the best video editing software? Hey, Nick, what's the best video editing apps? Hey, Nick, I need somebody to help me edit videos. You know, do you know anybody? You know, all of that can be found over at bestcreatortools.com. Go there and you'll save time from using stuff that sucks, which unfortunately I didn't. I, I went through the process of using stuff that sucks, so I'm saving you the trouble. <laughs> but our question today comes from iDevice Slash. iDevice Slash says, hey Nick, huge fan. Um, I love your podcast, I make jailbreak iOS related YouTube videos and I'm following your tips. I gained over 600 subscribers and 100,000 views in my first two months. My question is, what kind of background should I use in my videos that keep viewers watching? In some videos, actually most videos, I have to talk, uh, I'm explaining things in the beginning, but while I'm talking, um, they leave the video. So one thing I wanna say, first off, this is an excellent question, and thank you for that question, Ida by Slash. But when it comes to people leaving your video at the beginning, that doesn't necessarily mean that your background is bad. I'm gonna, I'm gonna briefly touch on audience retention here. That's something that we talk about here a lot. Um, but I'm gonna talk about that a little bit before we actually go into the background itself. But basically when it comes to people leaving your video at the beginning, that means that you're just not grabbing their attention. Maybe the, the, the hook um, in terms of the things that you say when the video first starts, in terms of you expressing exactly how you're going to help them or what the video is going to be about, um, maybe that isn't strong enough. Or like you're saying, you know, maybe you need to experiment with, you know, having some B-roll of some kind, you know, having extra footage come up and then you just have your voice under that um, or not having any voice for a little bit and just having some B-roll footage happen or, you know, maybe show some footage of phones, that sort of thing that would be uh, on topic with the type of content that you make. But you put that sort of beginning together and see if that makes a difference at all. Because it could be, you know, I, I haven't watched your videos. So for all I know, your audio could be the thing that's making people leave and not your background. Because in most cases, your background isn't going to be something that actually makes makes people go, oh, 
there's a blue background. I'm, I'm out of here, right? Oh, they don't have colored lights. I'm out of here. Oh, um, you know, this person's in an office. I'm out of here. You know, that's, that's, that's not going to happen. <laughs> so, and if it is, it's going to be very rare and it's probably more on the light thing than anything. But, um, you know, because of that, I'm just letting you know that it's important to look deeper than just the background because it might be your presentation. It might be your audio. It might be that you're just not being, um, using strong enough language in order to actually grab their attention and pull them into what it is that you are doing, or at least value-based language in terms of, in this video, I'm gonna show you X, Y, Z, right? So a uh, few things that I, that I made notes of here that I want to talk about when it comes to the backgrounds is of course, if you're vlogging, if you're a vlogger and you are, you know, just out in the world running around, then in that situation, you know, your background's gonna be whatever is in your environment. But one thing that you can do, if you wanna kinda level things up a little bit and make your vlogs a little bit easier on the eyes or cooler to look at, is just be mindful of what is happening in your background as much as you are mindful of what you are appearing like on camera. So what I mean by that is, if you look at Casey Neistat, you'll see that a lot of his footage, when he's stationary, like if he sets up the camera and he walks up to the camera and he says something, it's thought out. Um, you know, everything goes by the rule of thirds. Um, he's got leading lines going to the things he's trying to focus your attention on, that sort of thing. And you can do that as well. And it'll make your vlogs more visually appealing. So when you are, you know, getting your camera and you're having it stationary, just think, okay, you know, are the lines in the background crooked? Are they straight? Um, am I following the rule of thirds in terms of the skyline and the horizon line? Um, am I, you know, centered in the frame or am I off to one third in the frame so that I can bring attention to this other thing that I'm talking about? Um, you know, think through the shot and just by thinking it through and taking those few seconds to just look at it and say, hmm, could I scoot this over just an inch? just to get a, a better looking, you know, scene going on here in the background. Um, but just doing that by itself will make your vlogs just nicer to look at. But if you're doing other type of content, um, let's say that you're doing like fitness content, then in that example, then, you know, of course a gym would be great or a kitchen would be, uh, you know, great because diet is, you know, one of the most important things about being fit. Um, if you're a gamer, of course, um, having some game related things in the background. Of course, you don't have to use the RGB lights or the multicolored lights. Um, you know, if you're a gamer, you could have, you know, uh, uh, a stuffed animal of a, of a, one of the games that you play in the background. Like, let's say that you're playing Fortnite, then you could have a llama in the background, right? One of the things that I do is, uh, you know, I'm into Star Wars. I'm not like over the top on Star Wars, but I'm a fan. And because of that, uh, my brother and I, we actually ordered Stormtrooper helmets and he does cosplay. He like, he's built out like a whole costume and everything. But um, one of the things that I have in my background is I have the Star Wars helmet and I also have some Star Wars Legos up there as well. And the reason for that is because one, I like Star Wars and two, because it's something that people can relate to me on when my videos start. So if they see that sort of thing in my background, depending on you know which set that I'm in, but if they can see that sort of thing in my background, then what that does is that helps me win those people over because they see right out of the gate, oh, hey, I'm a Star Wars fan. He's a Star Wars fan, at least enough that he's got this stuff in the background. So then you create that little bit of an advantage with that particular person because you know you you have come together on the thing that you are both interested in. So you know it's important to think of things like that. And you know if you're a gamer, you don't have to use the RGB lights. You know, one thing that a lot of people will do is they'll say that, hey, this is the standard look. Beauty channels do this too. They say, this is the standard look for the type of content that I make. If you don't know where to start, 
then that's a good place to start. But if you want to get creative with it, then you can think, okay, this is what everybody else is doing. What can I do with mine to make mine stand out to where, you know, I don't look just like every other beauty channel that's out there, or every other gaming channel that's out there. Um, I did this when I came in, I started experimenting with a bunch of different backgrounds until I finally found the one that I like that, you know, really, you know, helps me pop and, you know, all of that. And it's just representative because I'm in like a work environment um, with, you know, computers in the background and things like that, that YouTubers can relate to as well. So, you know, one thing that I did when I came in is initially I started making content on just like a solid background. And then it went from that solid background to uh, just like a room with just a room in the background. Then I started getting creative with the lights and things like that. And my approach as I started changing things up was I started with my content looking like everybody else that was in the space at the time. I started with my content looking like theirs. And then I started thinking like, how can I keep, how can I keep leveling this up so that I can make myself stand out a little bit? And then I started mixing in the vibe that I like to have with you know, with my set. So one thing that I personally enjoy is I like colored lights, like even before colored light, even before like the Philips Hue lights were out, right? I would still have colored lights in my place, even because um, I'm, you know, a little bit older now, but even in my, a lot older now, but even in my 20s, you know, like my early 20s, you know, my entire room was set up with like little accent lights and, you know, things like that. So lighting has always been a thing that I've been into. So for me to include that in my YouTube content, one, it helped me stand out in the space that I was in at the time. I mean, that I'm still in, but it helped me stand out, you know, from everybody else at the time, because it wasn't just, hey, I'm here in front of this black background and I'm like a coach or, hey, I'm in this office environment and I'm a coach or anything like that. It's like, hey, I'm in this like, you know, crazy creative background. I'm a creator just like you are. And it just, you know, it's, it's a relatability type of thing. But I got to mix in the the vibe that I like. As a matter of fact, as I'm sitting here right now, you know, I've got, you know, blue lights around. I've got a red light over there on the sofa that's kind of projecting up on the wall and things like that. Um, so even right now, I'm in that environment because I, I like it, even though the camera's not on. So, you know, when you're putting your background together, your background is also representative of you in a way as well. So you want to think of that sort of thing and think, okay, what is it that I like? And what is it that I could do with my background that would help me stand out or be a little bit different from the other people that are making content like mine? So some of you that are listening to this are also doing YouTube for professional reasons. You're doing it to generate sales or leads or bring awareness to a product or service that you have. So for you, some advice that I have is think of how your background reflects your product and service. So um, an example that I want to give in this situation is Ian Corzine. So Ian Corzine is a social media lawyer and he makes content about, you know, the laws around social media. And one of the things that I really love about Ian's set is it's, is it a match to him, right? So I don't know Ian personally in terms of we've never hung out or anything like that. We've talked a little bit online, but like my perception of Ian that I get from his videos and how he interacts on social media is a dead match for his background in his YouTube videos. His YouTube videos look professional. They, everything in his background looks intentional. Um, the color and the lighting and everything is accurate. Um, it's all very pleasing to look at. In some cases, even his clothes will be a perfect match for the, for the background that he's in. So, you know, he'll be wearing a particular shirt and a particular tie that are complementary to the background environment that he, or the office environment that he's sitting in. So he's just knocked it out of the park. And the, the, the reason I wanted to make him the example 
is because him taking the time to set up his studio in that way and taking the time to be intentional about what it is that he's doing on YouTube is also reflective of, hey, if he's putting all this into YouTube, you know, there's a really good chance he's probably a meticulous person. He's probably detail oriented in some way in order to even be able to put all of that together. So, you know, if I was wanting social media services, then I would go to him first because, because he is representing himself in that way. So if you're doing this stuff professionally, look at your set, literally play your video for a second and then just hit pause. Don't worry about the funny look on your face, but, but hit pause on your video and just sit there and stare at your set and look and look at it and think to yourself, okay, what colors are in the background? Is there anything that's distracting from me? Is the colors that are in the background, if there are any, are they complementary to the things that I'm wearing or is it a hard clash with the things that I'm wearing? Um, are the lines in the background relatively straight or at least the lines closest to me because I'm the focus, are those at least straight? Do I have things coming out of my head? Do I have any weird lines from my ceiling that are just angled, you know, just out of nowhere in the background? Do I have other things in the background that are coming out of my head, so to speak? Like, do I have a plant right behind me? And it's causing, you know, all this like weird looking stuff to come out of my head. It's not really weird, but you know, it shouldn't be back there, right? Because, uh, you know, because you don't want things coming out of your head. That's like a rule of photography. Um, you also want to look at like how you're cropped and things like that in the frame itself. But when it comes to your background, you just want to pause your video and just look at it. And you want to think, regardless of the type of content that you make, like, how does this reflect me? How does this reflect the content that I make? And is this a good match for the people that I'm trying to reach with my content? But like I mentioned before, with me going with my, um, with my blue lights in the background, you know, part of that decision was because one, I, I like it, I think it looks cool, but two, because you know, that shows the creative side of me. If I'm, if I'm standing there in front of creators and talking to, to other content creators about you know, being creative and things that they should do on YouTube and live streaming and you know, all the stuff that goes with doing all of this, if I'm having those conversations, then you know, letting that side out and letting people see that, wow, he can put together like a pretty cool looking set is you know, that's another skill that I have that I can share with other people and it reflects positively on the type of content that I share. So um, another thing, of course, that you gotta, you gotta make sure that you're doing is that you are you know, in an environment that you like. Because if you're in an environment that you like, um, at least this is what I've found, if you're in an environment that you like to where you are comfortable and you turn it all on, you feel great about it, and you're like, yeah, this looks good. You know, I got everything set up exactly how I want and all of that, it can, it can do wonders for your mind state and how you look at your videos and how you even perceive what it is that you're doing in the first place it can really make a huge difference, just like your work environment, you know? Like if you are in a work environment to where, like let's say that you go to a job and you're in a cubicle all day, you know, it's a little bit, you know, kind of zaps you from, you know, your, your you know, creativity and all that good stuff. But if you are, um, if you go to a place like, let's say Google or somewhere like that, to where there's color everywhere and you can ride vehicles around the place and, you know, they have meditation rooms and you know, all that stuff, then it completely changes things because in that case, you know, you're in an environment that you love to be in. Some people will stay there extra hours and things like that because they love the environment. So, you know, your, your production area is the same exact way. It's something that you want to, you know, just be mindful of because it can make you feel great about uh, making 
in your videos as well. But other things that I want you to keep in mind when it comes to your background are, again, thinking of how it reflects the content that you make. So as an example, let's say that you do talking head videos about sports to where you just sit there and you talk about sports. Maybe you show some, you know, highlights on the screen or something like that as you're talking or you talk about, you know, the things that are coming up in sports or whatever. If you are making that type of content, then in that situation, um, I would definitely put some sports memorabilia behind you, or at least, you know, if you're doing baseball, put some bats and balls back there, maybe a jersey or something. If you're doing football, put a football helmet back there, something that just instantly reflects that you're a true fan. Because if you're just sitting there doing the talking head videos, your knowledge might explain or, or might let people know that you're a true fan, but they got to listen to your video first before they can realize that. But if they open up the video and you have memorabilia of the sports that you're talking about, then right out of the gate, then you are representing yourself as a fan without even having to say anything because you have all that stuff in the background. So it's just that matchup between you know the content that you're making, the people that you're trying to reach and how the background that you're using reflects all of those things, right? And another thing also, your background can be perceived as a reflection of you. Um, your cleanliness, your organizational abilities, like I mentioned before, you wanna make sure that you keep it clean. If you don't keep it clean, at least clean it up before you shoot, <laughs> right? Clean it up before you shoot, make sure that, you know, that everything like looks, you know, at least acceptable for the type of content that you make. Um, if you're doing it professionally, then in that case, you definitely want to make sure that you're doing that. But um, if you're just, you know, shooting videos at home and that sort of thing, just think, okay, yeah, if I'm doing crafting, sure, my crafting area might be, you know, a little bit messy sometimes because I'm in the middle of a project. And that's understandable. And the people that make crafts will also relate to that. Um, but, you know, you don't want to have just like a bunch of unrelated stuff just stacked up and boxes in the background and, you know, things like that that aren't, um, you know, just they just don't look good, you know. They, the camera only sees like a certain amount of the room. So just make sure that what people can see on the camera is clean and well representative of the type of content that you make. But again, one thing that I want you to do is I want you to pause the frame, whatever type of content that you make, look at your video, watch your video, pause it on a frame where you can clearly see everything in the background and think to yourself, you know, does this look good? Do I have anything happening in my video or anything that's on screen that could distract somebody from my content? Let's say, for example, you have a you had a power outage and you didn't set the alarm clock before or you didn't you know reset the clock before you went live or before you started recording your video and you just have a blinking clock over there. In that situation, what you're what you're doing is you're creating this like uh, distracting thing. If you have a TV on in the background, um, you know, let's say that you're like, hey, I'm going to turn the volume off, but then I have this TV going on in the background. Is there just like a bunch of stuff going crazy on the TV that would pull attention away from you? Like a little bit of distraction is okay uh, because you know it gives them something else to look at while they're looking at you. But in terms of just things to consider, you just want to make sure that there's nothing annoying happening when people are watching your videos, that would make them think like, oh, that blinking light back there is annoying, I can't watch this, I gotta shut it off or go watch something else, right? So you just wanna take that moment to, to look and see what's going on. Also look for things that are overwhelming. Like if you have like a big orange curtain, right? And like it's only coming over in like a quarter of the frame, you know, is there something that you can do to, you know, replace that curtain or to move it out of the way or anything like that um, to where it wouldn't be as distracting as an example. And orange is okay. I'm just picking on the orange curtain just because orange is a color that stands out. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know, you want to look at your frame and just think, you know, hey, is everything clean? Is it tidy? Um, does it does it reflect 
you know, the type of content that I'm making and, you know, who I am, uh, you know, as a person, because as your video starts to play, people are going to be making all kinds of, you know, little subconscious judgments on you and the content and the area that they see in the, in the video and all of that stuff. So when it comes to your backgrounds, keep all of that in mind. But what I want you to do is, you know, next time you get the chance right now, if you want, um, go and open up your YouTube channel and just pause the frame and just sit there, give yourself a couple minutes to just look at it and look at all the stuff going on and be critical and just think, you know, what could I do to make this better? And part of the background is also the overall scene, right? So when you're looking at it, also think, hmm, maybe I should, you know, upgrade my camera or even though it's not a requirement, you know, maybe, maybe you should. If you have a bad quality image or, hey, maybe, you know, my lighting looks really weird. So that tells you that, hey, you need to, you know, go in and start figuring out how to make your lighting look better in your videos. But look at the entire package that you're presenting to people and think of how that is reflecting on you and the type of content that you make. And think of how it compares to other content on YouTube as well, just to make sure that you can compete at least, at the very least, make sure that you can compete in your space with how everything looks, make sure that everything, you know, is at the very least lit well enough um, as well. But again, what I would love for you to do is actually just look at it and see for yourself what you find when you actually look at your scene. It might be fine, but you know, I just wanted to make sure that you have those things to consider. Again, if you're looking for all the best stuff to use for your YouTube channel, head over to bestcreatortools.com. You can find a link to that and the link to submit your question down in the show notes if you just scroll up in your phone. I hope you learned something today. Thanks for having a coffee with me. Get show notes, resources, and more over at commentsovercoffee.com or grab yourself a refill and listen to another episode.